I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Show starring you, the high mind of the audience. And if you worry, trouble might be coming your way. It is together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling we are gonna be okay. I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the panel show in which we pillage the globe for the oddities, superstitions, quirks, and wordplay of the human race, and find out just how weird we as Homo sapiens are. And as a case in point, the teams! <laughs> On my left, playing for nothing in common, Yasmin Akram and Sophie Hagen. <laughs> And on my right, playing for Kitchen Sink Drama, Tiff Stevenson and Daniel Ward. Uh, Yasmin Akram, what makes you diverse? I am half Irish, half Pakistani, so that's race. It's a niche. Not yeah. I, I could have been like a super terrorist, but instead <laughs> I decided to be a comedian. Um, and also, I'm 11% fluent in Italian, so my Duolingo app tells me. So I can point at things and say what they are, but I can't ask anyone any questions or anything like that. that would... Do you not to say the word with a question mark? Oh, I could, yeah. So you can ask if that is what you think it is. Tavola? Yeah. <laughs> See? It's good, good work. Sophie Hagen, why are you diverse? Uh, I am uh, Danish and oh, I'm actually one eighth Romanian. Oh, but that's not the word my dad used when he told me. <laughs> 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 but uh, I think it's you know, like grandparents or something, and someone came to the city and fooled around with my grand mother and left again and that's gone from family to family ever since it's a generational thing gypsies, tramps and thieves was that what you were told? yeah, that was beautiful 
<laughs> Which brings us to the mellifluous tones of Tiff Stevenson. Tiff Stevenson, how are you diverse? Uh, I am. I have Romany Gypsy in my family, so I feel it was okay for me to make that joke. Um, I, my great-grandfather on my mother's side was called Moses Moody, and he was Romany Gypsy. Mm. And they get married over the brush. That was how they got married. It was a traditional gypsy ceremony. My dad is a Scottish Presbyterian, so work out how those two got together. Um, yeah, so very rich Scottish Presbyterian family on my dad's side, Romany Gypsies on my mum, uh, and my grandmother was angry. Um, really, really angry. But uh, yeah, and, I, and I've got an eighth of French in me as well. Je parle un très petit français, c'est très mauvais. Table? Uh, Danielle Ward, how are you diverse? I am so embarrassingly not diverse. All of my family, including grandparents and great-grandparents, are from Nottingham. Not even from, oh, from England or from Scotland. They're all from Nottingham. But I have at times been asked if I am Mongolian of descent and Malaysian and Icelandic. But that's just a genetic disorder that I have. So I've got Arles-Danlos syndrome. Oh, it's not like it's, uh, you don't die from that it. That actually made a, a baby, baby cry. cry. <laughs> you made it. Just from Nottingham, it's Your really family embarrassing. Family of pure lace. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, yes, my grandmother sat on top of a toilet roll. <laughs> I should ask at this point, because I forgot to, why are you called kitchen sink drama, Daniel Ward and Tiffany Stevenson? Because we're both white working class women. Ah, I see. You're looking back in anger. Um, and nothing in common. Why are you called nothing in common? Because we have nothing in common. <laughs> I tried to. I was thinking of a thing. Then Sophie went. We've got nothing in common, and I didn't want to say anything after that. So I said, Yeah. What was your thing? Just that we've both got hair. <laughs> okay, I'm changing, changing the name the of name. the team to Both Got Hair. We both have hair. <laughs> okay. And, uh, just in case proceedings get too hilarious, please welcome the strictly accurate Ned Sedgwick in Pedant's Corner. And on keyboard and vocals, our resident musician, the melodious Mark Hodge. Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? Well, I mean, all my things have been stolen because I am an eighth Indian, but everyone here seems to be an eighth something, so that's gone. Uh, thanks, teams. Minus points for that. I then was going to say I'm 5% fluent on Polish and Duolingo, but that's not as good as 11%, so that's gone too. Um, and then I was going to say I went to Nottingham for university, but your entire family are there, so um, I can speak conversational Burmese. There, there you go. Could you, could, you, could you question a table for us, please, in Burmese? Oh, <laughs> you some of my old like people I did it with I can say hello how are you that's not conversational <laughs> Burmese oh, oh no no okay no, right. I'm one over I'm one over a conversation yeah Mark Hodge what can you converse in quite a bit of conversational French I suppose were um, you not five years on the French Riviera um, like I say a little bit of there, there are an awful lot of Irish pubs in the Irish Riviera <laughs> you in just called French it the Riviera, Irish Riviera <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes, Mark, have you been to the Irish Riviera? Not that I can remember, no. Where is it? Mm. If you don't remember, you, go, you probably went there. I was, yeah. I was probably you go, bored you go, there. Is that, isn't it you go to Marseille and turn left. Oh. Ah. Uh, how are you diverse, Mark Hodge? <laughs> I, I, I am a homosexual who uh, learned to play the piano playing for the local Catholic church. <laughs> that must have been not. Fine. Uh, uh, my name's my name's Deborah Francis White. I'm diverse because I'm a woman. I am Australian, but I have dual citizenship with Britain. Has anyone else got dual citizenship here? 
No, boom, I win. Drop mic. Oh, a man in the audience does. Yes, where, where are your jewels? <laughs> I'm British and Danish. British and Danish. Oh. Boom, big up, big up. Do we have to have dual citizenship to live here? I'm just like, we talk afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special jingle for the show. Mark Hodge. Right. We're going to take a selection of notes from the audience. Yes. That's a very good place to start. <laughs> I have that on good authority. Yes. D. D. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Let's go. We can work with that. One more. What's that? Oh, we're going. It's a threat. Great scores, jingle. Great scores, jingle. No, it's working. Uh, and, and one more. Hands up, yes? Back to C. Um, yes. Well, I mean, clearly. <laughs> that, clearly that, I mean, it just writes itself, that, doesn't it? Um, okay, so can we hear the whole jingle, please? Yes. <laughs> With no pressure at all. round is on globalization. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first. Fingers on buzzers. During World War II, what did the Americans rename the hamburger? Nothing in common. Horse toes. Horse toes. I mean, I Sophie pressed the buzzer and then looked at me. But coincidentally, that was exactly what I was going to say as well. <laughs> horse toast. Horse toast. Like, horse toast. Is that your final answer? Horse toast. Yeah. Horse, horse toast. Horse toast. What did the Americans rename the hamburger in World War II kitchen sink drama? The anti-Nazi burger. Mm, the anti-Nazi burger. The delicious anti-Nazi burger. <laughs> I was going to go for the uh, limey lunch. Limey lunch. Nice. Limey lunch. Hive mind. What did the Americans rename the hamburger? Freedom Burger. The Freedom Burger. The Yankee Burger. The Yankee Burger. Meat Sandwich. The Meat Sandwich, okay. Uh, I find if you think it's the Meat Sandwich, buzz now. If you think it's the Yankee Burger, buzz now. If you think it's the Freedom Burger, buzz now. You are almost correct, it's the Liberty Steak. We remember the era when French fries became Freedom Fries. And children in American high schools were suddenly playing the freedom horn. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I like to play the freedom horn. <laughs> uh, but this, this was started uh, many years before and when it was called the Liberty Stake. Okay. Uh, in France, they used a picture of a woman kissing a goat... In Finland, they used a poster of a gun with a dildo instead of a barrel. And in Brazil, they used a picture of Hitler. All of these images were designed to get people to do the same thing. What was it? Uh, nothing in common. Is it uh, stop m making children and instead kiss goats or <laughs> masturbate with guns? Or what was the last one? Picture of Hitler. Or, or go, go with that. do Hitler. <laughs> Kitchen sink drama. Was it to watch EastEnders? <laughs> <laughs> watch EastEnders? Danielle Waters, do you is use it, that your final um, answer? Is it to vaccinate your children against MMR? Oh, vaccinate your children. I was going to say that. Ooh, like that might be right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your final answer? 
Um, do, you, do you want EastEnders or vaccination? <laughs> <laughs> or, or both? <laughs> uh, we'll go for EastEnders. Okay, Hive Mind. In France, they use a picture of a woman kissing a goat. Finland, a uh, poster of a gun with a dildo. And in Brazil, a picture of Hitler. What was it to get people to do? Use contraception. Use contraception. So similar to not have children. Practice yeah. safe sex. Practice That's safe sex. Same, same, same. same. To vote. <laughs> yeah. What was it in 73? <laughs> to, to vote in... Uh, to vote into the European Union. Yeah. Brazil famously yeah. had <laughs> 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 Okay, Hive Mind, are you going to go for vote for the EU? <laughs> are you going to go for use contraception? Uh, in fact, it was to give up smoking. It's a campaign to give up smoking. Then said to want a thing. Ned Sedgwick, yeah. please explain. That's a weird... Now, I, I've been looking at this poster long and hard. And <laughs> <laughs> I bet you the, have. The dildo's a bit, a bit droopy. And I don't... My finish isn't great. Um, nor as good as my Polish, that's for sure. And I think it's kind of saying, like, your gun won't fire properly. But who wants a dildo that's droopy? Well, that's yeah. the point. So it's not just smoke, a penis. Yeah. Is it because you're British? You don't want to say penis. It's We're all grown ups. That stops people smoking because it's implying that people will yeah, be go, impotent. You won't be able to, you know, perform. So to speak. Ah, yeah, and so if you can't perform, you can't make kids. Giving us a good five points. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, if you can't make kids, you've got nothing to vaccinate. Ah. <laughs> or if you can't make kids, they can't grow up and watch EastEnders. Yeah. <laughs> Ned Sedgwick, are you uh, giving any points to anybody? Do I need to answer that? I feel I upset people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I would say that's a no. Why did Carlsberg briefly drop the probably the best beer in the world slogan? Because it wasn't the best beer in the world. No, that's not not what we're going for. That is definitely not what we're going for. Because uh, we're a very humble country and we didn't want the rest of the world to feel bad about their shitty beer. Uh, So we went for, you know... You know the, the, the actual slogan, which is. Come on, Danish The sick that said Sam comes out. Are you look? Are you actually having a conversation in Danish with someone in the audience? Oh, and it's not the half that speaks. Kitchen sink drama. Did they replace the slogan with a picture of a dildo? <laughs> That's what I do. I mean, I don't work in advertising, but I. Uh, that's pretty catchy. <laughs> Hive Mind. Uh, why did they briefly drop the probably the best beer in the world slogan? They decided it definitely was. They decided it was definitely the best beer. Confident. Anything? Was, there, was there a was there a, a counter sue claim from Tina Turner? <laughs> <laughs> Hive Mind, are you going with definitely or do you have anything else? Okay, definitely. That's pretty close. In many East Asian languages, it implies too much uncertainty. Uh, So probably the best beer in the world. In East Asia, people were going, well, if you don't know, we're not buying it. And it's the end of the round. Thanks, Mark. Um, (laughs) Kitchen sink drama and nothing in common are tied with zero points. And Hive Mind have five points. (laughs) 
Five, mind you, are in the lead. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers? In Arabic, if somebody said you were an ant milker, what would they mean? Nothing in common. I think it's, um, uh, what's, when you, um, now I have to translate it from Danish. Uh, <laughs> Time wasting. Flugknibberi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally. Flugknibberi, yeah. translate. Bless you. <laughs> like... Fly-fucking. <laughs> <laughs> if you just literally translate it, is, that's the same game. <laughs> is, that, is that the follow-up to J.R. Hartley's... <laughs> popular... <laughs> I, think, I, I think it means the same as... Fly fucking means in Denmark. And what does fly fucking mean in Denmark? Uh, pedantic? Oh, oh, you knew that. Okay, cool. <laughs> pedantic. Okay, does it mean pedantic? Like tiny, tiny. You care about like all your the final answer. Nothing in common. Well, I thought I think that's probably better. But I thought it was basically um, taking something from somebody who doesn't have an awful lot. Because how much milk <laughs> would your average aunt have? Yeah, exactly. So you take yeah. Kate. Stealing from somebody who doesn't have much milk. Stealing from the vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, wet nursing from the vulnerable. Nestle. You're saying Nestle. Yeah. Like basically Nestle. Okay, kitchen sink drama? Well, I think it means you're a tight ass. So, thank you. There's a hive minder in the audience agreeing. Uh, I think it means you're so tight. You're such a tight one that you would literally drink the milk from an ant rather than, you know, buy some milk. Like it, it, means, it means like you're so... You've got a squeaky bum hole. Okay. Tight. Ask Danny Ward, do you agree with that? I thought you said ant liquor. Uh, <laughs> and I was going to say, well, that's just the literal translation, isn't it, guys? You're licking ants, but obviously not. 
Maybe it's just a Nottingham thing. <laughs> Anthemic is a good name for an album, though. It is a good name for an album, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, all I'm saying is I misheard and was baffled by the rest of the conversation. <laughs> OK, our hive mind, Ant Milka, what does it mean? Greedy. Greedy. Low ambition. Low ambition. Oh, all right. If you think it is greedy, buzz now. No, not enthusiastic for greedy. Uh, if you think it was low ambition, buzz now. In fact, uh, kitchen sink drama have scored. It's very tight with money. Such a tight one. I, th- I think it is also a death metal song or something. And <laughs> <laughs> milk <laughs> can we write it after the show, Danielle? Can we write that? Write, write during the yeah, show. Yeah, write during the show. Yeah. <laughs> in France, if they say you are like a cockerel in pastry, what do they mean? Like a cockerel in pastry? Kitchen sink drama. Is it like the cat that's got the cream? So you're feeling like smug, self-satisfied. That was very quick. I am still thinking about a cock in pastry. <laughs> like the world's most delicious sausage roll. <laughs> I, I think, Danielle, again, you may have misheard a second time. I think it's cockerel, like a bird. Yes. I... <laughs> it's not a penis in pastry, well, which I agree is more appetising than a regular penis. Yeah, and so... I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have to go there, it would be nice if they bothered to put a bit of pastry around it. They never do, do they? They never think to. It just makes it better. Well, I've never had it, not once. It's like salad dressing, isn't it? I don't think salad dressing... No, that just seems off-putting. A bit of of flaky pastry. (laughs) Deborah, salad cream, no. Very dry. Very dry with pastry. At least with salad cream, you've got some lubricant. I was assuming there'd be cherries under the pastry or something. I was imagining like a cherry pie penis. I wasn't imagining it just pastry. No, I was thinking like a sausage roll, literally. Um, Sorry, I'm sorry. I've sort of forgotten the question in my in my interest in a penis in pastry. So, Danielle, do you have a do you have an answer? What does so what does cockerel in pastry mean? Mm. No, um, fish out of water. Fish out of water. Okay, nothing in common. What do you think it means? Well, it doesn't mean that you're warm. Because if you're a cockerel and you've got feathers, do you know the way like when people put like uh, jumpers on dogs and you're going, they're fine, they've got fur, like they're fine, unless they've been sheared or whatever you call it, well, they've been shaved, a dog has been shaved, they put a jumper on that's fine. But when uh, like a cockerel have, has its own feathers and then if you put a pastry around that, that's that's like a it's going to be like a sleeping bag. So does it mean... Can I say I think more people should ask to be sheared <laughs> when they got, like just uh, use that as a verb now when you're going to get your hair cut, shear me, <laughs> shear me up. You'd think, you'd think most people would pluck a cockerel before they put it in pastry. They exactly, wouldn't. Yeah. So oh, is that what you mean? Oh, it's not oh, a live. Thought, co- I don't know. I, I just imagined that. Live one. Hmm? I thought it was a live one. Yeah, a live cockerel in pastry. But okay. I thought you said cockroach. <laughs> oh. I all thought you said cockroach. A cockroach in pastry is the most horrible thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> Hive mind, what do you think it means? Running before you can walk. Running before you can walk? Mm. That's not right. <laughs> Yasmin doesn't know the answer, but she's sure you're wrong. Encouraging the hive mind That could be right. Run before you can walk. Disguising the truth. Disguising the truth. Oh. oh okay. Improperly stocked in the supermarket. Improperly stocked in the supermarket. Uh, so if you think it's running before you can walk, buzz now. 
If you think it's disguising the truth, buzz now. If you think it's being improperly stopped at a supermarket, buzz now. Okay, in fact, kitchen sink drama, got it, it's very contented. Very contented. Uh, Tiffany Stevenson uh, scores again. In Hebrew, they say, my penis broke. Ah. Say that in English as well. <laughs> they say, oh, my, they say, questions or just, uh... yes, they say, my penis was in pastry and now it broke. Someone broke it off. Uh, they say, my penis broke. What do they mean? My car oh. isn't working. <laughs> Kitchen sink drama. Uh, they're referring to their boyfriend. <laughs> He's got no money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my penis is broke. <laughs> oh, my boyfriend's got no money. Gosh. That's, do you know what? We definitely should bring that in in London because that is the situation of every woman I know. <laughs> Hive mind. I can't write. Ah, I can't write. You've put a, f- a pause that went good. Pen is broken. Deborah, are you a member of the Pen 15 Club? <laughs> Do you no. want to be? No. Come over, come over here. I, it's really easy. I just write Pen 15 on you and you're a member of a club. It's really cool, really, like everyone at school did it. This, It'd be really cool. This seems like something you used to do to me when I was your nanny. <laughs> Remember that? They no, no, good it's times. really genuine. It's cool, isn't it? Isn't it guys? Yeah. yeah. In case you haven't picked it up yet, gang, uh, when I met Ned, he was three years old, I was his nanny, so uh, he four. was my boss. <laughs> and I've played the long game, and now I'm his. Well, <laughs> uh, let's be clear, Generation Y can't get jobs unless they're nepotistic ones. Uh, so they basically have to beg people that used to be their domestic help (laughs) Uh, he's still living with his parents and getting beer money from his nanny Uh, it's just how it goes down for Gen Y I'm sorry we left you nothing we really did Uh, it's not your fault you're a very bright boy Uh, (laughs) audience 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 I'm Uh, having bad luck I'm having bad luck the circumcision Um, went very wrong (laughs) okay Audience, if you think it's my circumcision went wrong, buzz now. If you think it's having bad luck, buzz now. If you think it's my pen is broken, buzz now. In fact, it means enough is enough. Oh, and now my penis is broken. And it's the end of the round. Nothing in common, have nothing in points with no points. Um, Hive Mind in second with five points. And Kitchen Sink Drama steaming ahead with 15 points. Guys, my penis is so broken I didn't grow one. <laughs> so what, what do I say if I'm... Was it Himalayan? <laughs> I don't remember. He, he, Hebrew. 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 Same diff. Um, <laughs> don't go to the Himalayas and say your penis is broken. They're just going to look at you. Uh, it's just a bit a, sexist br- in the Hebrew, mind you. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> really? What? An archaic saying is sexist. <laughs> Stop the front page. I, I want to add to my penis is broken. I've snapped a flap. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to strike that from the record. I will, we will submit that to the Old Testament and see what it says. 
next round is the team's round. A member of each team has technically come prepared with a question based on their culture or family background, if they got my email. Um, audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would just be simply super. Kitchen sink drama, mm -hmm. uh, do you have a question for nothing in common? Yes. If someone from Nottingham gave you a bag of collie knobs, what would that be? What would you do with them? Collie knobs. Collie knobs. Collie knobs. Collie knobs. Collie knobs. Here you go, love. Here's your bag of collie knobs. That's what they say. Hey, up my dog. Here's your collie knobs. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is that a penis wrapped in pastry? <laughs> God. Is it the leftover bits of a cauliflower that you might do something with in a soup? So, <laughs> literally the knobs of a cauliflower. Yeah, not the, any of the leaves or the bit that attaches them all together, but just little, loads of little tops of cauliflower. The, the tops. Colly knobs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. is it that, Daniel Ward? It's not that. Colly knobs are Brussels sprouts. Oh! oh. It was a veg. It oh, was a no. veg, yeah. So you should say no to it. Yeah, it's offered. Definitely. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Oh, you say yes. Are you, are you not a fan of Brussels sprouts? No, that's one of my diversities. Oh. <laughs> uh, nothing in common. Do you have a question for the hive mind? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so this is an Irish saying. Um, it might be just for, like, Dublin gays. I don't know. I think they've invented it. If a Dublin gay said to you, I was like that, what does that mean? You're a bit naive. You're a bit naive. Sure. Mm. You're drunk. It's racist. Or shocked. <laughs> okay, hive mind is that naive? Drunk? Shocked. Okay, they're going with drunk. Is it drunk? No, it's actually, it's kind of like I've snapped a flap. It's, I was like, that, like I was done. I was at the end of my tether. Ah, yeah. I was like that. And then, then usually it's with this arm movement. I was uh, like, that. <laughs> I like the Dublin ability to like tell a story with like one word. <laughs> they have chat ups where guys will just come up to you and go, Skirch! <laughs> and, and you're supposed to know that's you're asking me out. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, you didn't even add the what's the sketch into it. Sketch or story? Yeah, story. Oh, I've like, lost. Story? I lost my virginity to story. <laughs> <laughs> Say story, story at you, and then you're meant to go home with him. Is that like you've get your coat you've pulled? Yeah, it's no, yeah. What's yeah. the story? Yeah, what's the like, story? Like it's just basically like a wink, like how's it going? Can't you don't like, be bothered to say get your coat. Yeah. You don't like you don't immediately leave with him, especially you, if it's summer. You just don't need to get your coat. You need <laughs> to go. It's Ireland. You do. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Do you have a question for kitchen sink drama? So, if a Brazilian man tells you that he has been dipping the cookie. <laughs> what's he actually been doing? If a Brazilian man says he's been dipping the cookie, what's he been doing? Is it Cristiano like... Ronaldo's Brazilian, isn't yeah. he? Well, he's Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> Same language. Uh, don't judge me too harshly. I could... The I... other Ronaldo's Brazilian. Ronaldo, um, yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's Ronaldo, Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Brazilian. Yeah. yeah, Brazilian, right, OK. I think he's referred to nowadays as Fat Ronaldo. OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dipping the cookie. I can only think of something gross. Yeah, me too. I don't want to too. go with that as a, a sexual... Although you did raise your eyebrows when I said yeah. that, so... <laughs> it must be something not sexual, right? Yeah, it must be, but... But do you think, what is do you, that Are thing? you thinking ball bags? <laughs> <laughs> Dipping the cookie... No, I'm thinking, like, the biscuit game. Oh! oh. 
I'm well, really we... glad that didn't need any more. Yeah. <laughs> Ned Cetric, you went to boarding school. Describe the biscuit cake. Another thing I, you should yeah, take. Yeah, I'd rather not go uh, into that. The psychiatrist said not to talk about it again. But thank you, Deborah. Sorry, sorry. Okay, is it the biscuit game? It also risks the structural integrity of the biscuit in question. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's a game because when it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> is it the biscuit game? No. What is it? What does it mean? Copulating. Copulating. Oh, I uh, thought sex dipping the cookie. I thought, but I actually I thought teabagging. That's what I yeah. thought. <laughs> I think teabagging. Just the word dip. Yeah, whatever you thought, you didn't say it, and there are no points. Uh, And it's the end of the round. (laughs) Nothing in common, have an improved five points. Hive Mind, have a better ten points. And Kitchen Sink Drama is still in the lead with 20 points. It's all still to play for. The next round is our World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams or letters would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because censors were reading everything. So, for example, Norwich stood for knickers off, ready, when I come home. This is the round in which we realise that we didn't invent sexting and that your grandparents roffle at that idea. (laughs) Incidentally, roffle was the name of Churchill's dog. (laughs) Fingers on buzzers. What did a lover mean in World War II if they texted their sweetheart Egypt? Egypt, E-G-Y-P-T. They didn't text, sorry. They telegrammed or... (laughs) If they wrote on the back of an envelope or telegrammed... Egypt. What did it mean? E-G-Y-P-T. That's Kitchen Sink Drama. Enter grandly your penis tonight. (laughs) Oh, good. Good work. Good work. Nothing in common? Everyone got your pants today. Any more? Any more from the teams? Excited girls, you pick them. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you have an orgy and you want him to know that he oh, they're all on board with this <laughs> every girl young plays tits <laughs> it's not the musical scale it's not like, it's that's, that sounds a lot like one of those rhymes we used to learn every good boy deserves fruit but it really puts it in a different light doesn't it every good boy deserves pastry um <laughs> Uh, Hive Mind, Egypt. Eagerly giving you pink things. Oh! That's the closest. It is, in fact, eager to grab your pretty tits. (laughs) Tits? Pretty? Get a point for tits. He had eager, you had tits, neither of you have a point. Uh, The final round is. I have tits, sorry. Yep, no, good. Uh, Sorry. Can she have points for her actual tits? I think she's asking. Um, no. (laughs) Fuck off. Well, there are four women on the panel. Yeah. Can we all get points for it? There are lots of... Are there too many women, Ned Sedgwick? (laughs) I know it's always the way on comedy panel shows. Too many women, too many tits. (laughs) But who am I going to play the biscuit game with after this? I mean, come on. Okay, the final round is the smash the patriarchy round. For good fucking reason. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the... The what? The yoga? 
They're not the yoga of oppression. I feel like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> the yoga oppression. I, it's true. I do you try to oppress you with yoga you at times. Throw off the yoke of oppression, uh, also known as the stick it to the man round. This is, a, uh, this is a round that only contains one question, but it is worth double points. So if you're the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man. But if you're in the lead, please realise you are now the man. Also, uh, please take into account there's only one question because Ned Sedgwick accepts the questions and he sent me an email saying it just doesn't happen that often that a minority group successfully rise up and manage to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression. And if it does happen, a lot of people die and it's not funny. Um, um, What did 300 Canadian protesters do when a surveillance camera was put on the Canadian-American border by the Americans. It's a kitchen sink drama. Did they moon? Did they moon? That's what I'd do. Nothing in common? Were they just uh, super understanding about it? (laughs) It's not much of a protest, is it, really? (laughs) They are Canadians, though. That is is probably the right answer. They were lovely. Oh, hey, hi. Do you mind moving your cameras? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hive mind. What did they do? Turned the camera around back Whoa. onto America. Did they do Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style. <laughs> okay, Buzz, if you think it's turned it around. Buzz, if you think it's Gangnam Style. In fact, Kitchen Sink Drama had it right first time. Oh. Danielle Ward, they mooned. That's why no one laughed. It was a, co- it was a coordinated moon. And that Can we see some evidence of that? Just... Just for research. We could, recre- we could recreate it for the audience. <laughs> They're up for it. And They're it's not. the end of the show. What a story. Nothing in common in third place with five points. And the Hive Mind have the silver medal with ten points. Kitchen Sink Drama ran away with it with 30 points. Kitchen Sink Drama, yes. you're the first yeah. team ever to, uh, to have beaten the audience. Two so working class women. <laughs> I think that should have got a round of applause, but the audience was so annoyed. So congratulations to the winners, this week's British Museum, Pillaging the Globe, and commiserations to the losers, everybody else in the world. A big round of applause for our teams on Kitchen Sink Drama, Danielle Ward, and Tiffany Stevenson, and on Nothing in Common, Sophie Hagen, and Yasmin Akram, Ned Sedgwick in Penance Corner, Mark Couch on keyboard, Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.